my show. Go ahead, put it on. Mm. Uh, what do you mean, put it on? It's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, mm. It's anything but. Come on, Zetterberg. Get on with it. I mean, are we really mm. sure that I'm the right dog for the job here? Well, I thought you were the mouth of this band of rabble-rousers. Yeah. Well, I do have the gift of gab. You're starting for some reason. Well, you know, before we get into all of this, maybe we should get into some... From the skyscrapers of New York that's to so the fast. coast of California. What? You are stalling to shrug your responsibility. Responsibility? Uh, this whole caper start to midway point has been your idea. That may be, but this is a deal that you made with me. I don't know what you're talking about, and you've obviously gone crazy. Oh, have I? You're talking gibberish. It's bound to happen someday. Roll the tape, Frito. So I'll tell you what, Indy, why don't you give me half of your dinner tonight? Why would I do that? What's in it for me? Well, you would have the satisfaction of knowing that you helped me go to bed with a full belly. A fact that my fupa would remind me of all night long. No dice. All right, well, well, then what do you want then? Come on, this new medication makes me hungry as hell. I tell you what, I'll give you half of my food for the next three meals. Fuck yeah, I'll take it. Don't you want to know what the stipulations are? No, I don't really care. I'm so hungry I could eat the ass end of a horse. Well, I'm going to tell you anyway. Fine, just uh, give me the chow first. All right, have at it. Look, I'm giving you this food in return. You have to wear the VR goggles and voice George the Automotive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Deal. 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 All right, all right, I get it, I get it. I, uh, why can't you wear it? Because it doesn't fit my head and you made the deal. Yeah. Well, what about the lug? He's not here and you made the deal. Well, how about Lucky or better yet, the puppies? We don't work with puppies. Or ghosts. What's going on with you, Zeddy? Why are you trying to get out of this? Can I tell you after this week's? From the skyscrapers of New York to the coast of California, this is Doggo News. Out of Saginaw, Texas, our first story is about a doggo that turned a failure in life right around. Sheldon, a Labrador retriever slash golden retriever mix, started service dog training with paws with a cause in Wayland, Michigan, but flunked out for being too distractible. Well, how deep, friends, did somebody say distracted doggo? Layla, how are you, scruffy floozy you? Forget it, Zenny, her head is too big, too. Well, just like Sheldon, I am not letting failures set me back. That's right. Shortly after leaving the service dog school, Sheldon learned to turn his need to use his nose into a beneficial quality. The sharp sniffing pooch was taken in by the State Farm Arson Dog Program, where he quickly excelled at sniffing out the accelerants and fuel used in arson fires. So Sheldon was placed with the Saginaw, Texas Fire Department. Check out our Facebook page for more of Sheldon's stories. Oh boy! I just realized that the witching cats are here! Yeah. Keep your distance, you fluffy flea bag. Don't make us doggo mace you. Yeah. Doggo mace? Is that a potion you guys whipped up? No. Yeah, attacked and mugged a mailman for it. Oh, damn. You gotta do what you gotta do in these mean streets. Yeah. Well, true that, true that. You witchy cats are like prison crazy. Well, that's why we have so many lives left. Except for yeah. Huh, yeah. Well, then, I'll keep my distance. I actually came bearing doggo 
news gifts. Oh, Layla, it on us. <laughs> oh, brother. Yes. What do you got, Layla? Well, it appears that doggos have been found to be helpful in the battle against the beer virus. A growing body of research by scientists and dog trainers from the United States to the United Arab Emirates suggests that dogs can use their powerful sense of smell to sniff out the beer virus infections, including in people without symptoms. With more than 300 million scent receptors compared with roughly 5 million in fleshies, dogs can do this with a high degree of accuracy by detecting compounds the human body releases in secretions like sweat and saliva as it reacts to the beer virus according to scientists. Uh, so why is the city of LA paying all the money to Sean Penn's test when you could bring in Zeddy, Indy, and the crew to break the bad news to the fleshies? Well, that's a great question, Z. I work for FUPU Amusement. I take some butt scratches. Man, you two really need to up your asking prices. You can have my services for one million Pounds. How are you going to spend that? You don't even live in England. Uh, pounds of bacon. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> All right, Liz. So is that the only reason why you came by? Well, I'd love to stick around and hang with the gang. But I thought I was a little doggo non grata over here with that whole runaway bride thing. I don't fucking care. Yeah, you didn't leave me at the altar. Oh, but poor little Mosef. I broke his little heart. All right. Just get over yourself, Layla. Mo is over it. Really? Really? Yeah, I moved on to some other bitch. He He did? did? Yep, he's moving on just like we are with our next story. A new study led by the Canadian Museum of Nature shows that wolves may survive the last ice age by adapting their diet over thousands of years. Did they stop eating kibble? Fuck kibble! Uh, no, they went from a primary reliance on horses during the Pleistocene to caribou and moose today. Mmm, caribou! Giantly delicious. Analysis showed that scratch marks prevailed in both the ancient and modern wolf teeth, meaning that the wolves continued to survive as primary predators hunting their prey. Can I ask why you guys have all this fancy equipment and the fleshy automaton hanging out in the corner? Uh, how'd you know it was an automaton? Well, it didn't want to pet me when I walked in. That's George. We made him with the help of Seti and Indy. Well, it's me, really. Well, how does it work? With the controls and that VR headset. What are you planning on doing with it? Well, in the long run, we're hoping to help a friend escape from the pound. But today, we're using it to field test it at the corner pet store. Oh, that sounds mighty exciting. It would be if MC Stars a lot over here would put the headset on and get to work. All right, all right, all in due time. Due time? We've been sitting around here for hours. What is going on with you? I get sensory vertigo when I put that headset on, okay? What in the name of bok choy and oyster sauce is sensory vertigo? Indiana, let me ask you a question. How do you interpret the world around you? Well, through my nose, ears, then eyes. Exactly. And do you know how the fleshies interpret the world? No. No idea. Yeah, me too. Until I put that awful VR headset on. Oh no! That must have been a total mind scramble. Thank you. I'm not following. I put those VR goggles on and everything gets flipped around. I can't smell shit. Well, I don't think that you want to be smelling shit with your eyes covered. I think he means in a metaphorical sense. Exactly. I put that thing on and I experience the world like a fleshy. And let me tell you, it is not pretty. What's wrong with being a fleshy? Their eyesight sucks, hearing sucks, and just as we mentioned in our doggo news that their sense of smell is like 60 times worse than ours... That does sound terrible. All 
All right, so you're with me on this, right? No, you made a deal, I made a deal, and we made a deal. Ah, uh, shitballs. All right, doggos, let's get this human automaton on the road. You're just gonna have to suck it up, big little brother. All right, Cheesa, you and the other witchy cats get set up outside the pet food store. I'll catch up with you guys after we get through this week's... Monday's Mutts! This starting is getting a little ridiculous. Hey, come on, we still have a show to get through here. Fine, you are backing out of this, though. I know, I know. Don't worry, I'll fulfill my end of the deal, okay? All right, who's this week's Monday's Mutt? A great Dane named Mia. Oh, she actually kind of looks like you. Let me look, take a look at that. Oh, what a beauty. What did she do? She saved her fleshy from a rattlesnake. Snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? A day in early May seemed like any other for the fleshy Montano as she returned to her Oceanside, California home at lunch to give her pups a little bathroom break. She opened a door to the back patio and bent down to put a leash on her other dog, Rebel. Suddenly, she felt Mia pushing behind her, then up against her left side. In a flash, the Great Dane made a little noise and backed up. That's when Montano said she saw a snake, nearly two feet long, coiled up by the edge of the house. Did Mia get bit? Uh, Sadly, she did. Did she die? Check out our Facebook page to find out. That's such bull, Kaka. I'm right here engaging with you right now. You should tell me. All right, fine. Yes, Mia survived with the help of some anti-venom. Well, that's good news. It was a little touch and go for over a week after the bite, but it appears that she is out of the woods and on the path to a full recovery. Well, she shouldn't have been in the woods right after. She got bit by a rattlesnake in the first place. Okay, so here's to you, Mia. This week's Monday's Mutt. We'll be right back after this short message. Hello, fleshies. Ivan, your favorite Siberian street dog here to let you know that this week's Monday's Mutts was brought to you by the fuck kibble tier of our Patreons. Leisha Larson, Olga Ekman, Bailey, Lexi, Teresa, Willie Walter, and Stipen Tabola. Rest in peace, Stipen. Go to patreon.com forward slash the Zeddy and Indie Show, and you too can help put this great podcast hosted by two dope dogs on the air. Now, back to the show. All right, are you ready to do this, Z? Yeah, okay, if I must. Look, big little brother, I'm going to be right here beside you the whole time. If you want, I can place your tail into my mouth just so you know that I'm there. Yeah, no, I'm good, thanks. You sure? Yep, pretty sure. Look, I understand your discomfort about doing this, but I appreciate it. Uh Uh-huh, yeah, save it for when I'm puking from operating an automaton. Let's go. Let's do it. Okay, witchy cats, I'm ready to do this. Strap me in. Where's George? Well, we're walking him around to get used to how he moves. And how... How does he move? He could probably use a loop job. And maybe a few new tires. Yeah. Is he close to the pet store? We have him positioned just outside of the front door. Ooh. All right, let's do this before you change your mind. Come on, let's get this VR helmet on him. Oh, DJ, here we go. Well, okay, this isn't so bad. Uh, hey, witchy cats, who's driving this thing? We are stuck right in front of the door. Come on, fleshies are looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm on it. Some of my ancestors were strays on the NASCAR circuit. Mm, vroom, vroom. All right, Frito, get us in there. Wait, no, Frito. Forward. Forward. Sorry, moving forward. All right, all right, we're looking good. We're looking good. We need some sort of video feed to see what he's seeing. Yeah, I'll make note of that. All right, Frito, make a left, make a left. Okay, nicely done, nicely done. Uh, let's see, let's see. I don't see anything that looks like catnip down this aisle. Should we have him ask a fleshy something? No better time than the present. Zeddy, ask the next fleshy that you see a question. Let's see, Frito, move forward a bit. Will doozy. Excuse me, sir? Where can I find the catnip? Hey, employee of the month guy, I'm talking to you. 
How rude. Did you see that? He totally gave me a dirty look and then just walked away. Try again. You know, the catnip's gotta be here somewhere. All right, all right. Here's another guy. Okay. Psst. Hey, excuse me. Fleshy. Hola. Hello. Oh my God. What are they, deaf? Is my volume up on this thing? Dude. I think that weird-looking zombie dude just barked at me. Dude, the crazies in this town are out of control. Are you barking at them, Zeddy? No, I'm not barking at them. What the hell? When you open your mouth, it comes out doggy style. Uh, I don't think that means what you think it means. But if that's true, then why can some of the fleshies understand us like our guests and our listeners? Well, maybe because they're special. And what's wrong with these fools? They work at a goddamn pet store, for God's sakes. Try it again, Zeddy. All right, all right. Uh... Hello? Hello? Hi. <laughs> I know I look strange, but do you work here? Uh, no. Damn it! Do you need some water or something? No, I don't need water. I need fucking catnip. Sorry, that was rude. Um, I would like some catnip, please. Uh, I think I saw some in the next aisle. All right. Hey, thanks, guy. You should be the employee of the month. So glad that you speak furry. <laughs> huh? Get out of there, Z! Never mind, never mind. All right, adios, amigo. Walk, guys, walk. I'm doing my best. God, you guys are slow. Left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot. This could take a minute. Maybe we should just uh, let him work the cakes out and move on to... Breed of the Week! This week's Breed of the Week is the Great Pyrenees. Aren't they only found in Egypt? No, that's the Great Pyramids. Yeah. Oh, my mistake. These giant white doggos average between 25 and 32 inches in height and have a weight of 90 to 125 pounds and live between 11 to 15 years. Too Too damn damn short! For centuries, these dogs were tasked with protecting sheep and cattle along the Pyrenees Mountains of France and Spain. They were famous for sitting around the freezing cold to defend sheep no matter what. These big fluffy white dogs are known to be calm, patient, and gentle. They're also fiercely independent, so they need obedience training early on. They're also nocturnal in nature, so dog owners shouldn't be surprised if they're woken up in the middle of the night by their doggo barking at possible burglars. These dogs are also considered royalty in places like England and France. In 1675, King Louis XIV's royal court declared the Great Pyrenees the royal dog of France. Queen Victoria of England also had a Great Pyrenees. The breed was brought to the United States by the French military officer Marquis de Lafayette in 1824, although they have fossils of these dogs all the way back to 3000 BC. As always, check out our social media pages on Instagram and Facebook to see pictures of this week's Breed of the Week. Holy catnip, there it is! Do you see it? Do you see it? Well, I definitely see a bunch of green fluffy grass. Isn't that the stuff that makes you cats go bananas? It makes us go cuckoo bananas. Get it? Okay, okay, come Calm down, cheese it. All right, yeah. Reach out George's right arm and grab it. Uh, yeah. A little higher. Yeah. Lower. Yeah. Now higher. Yeah. Uh, it's too high. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Bingo. Great job, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's a good point, yeah. How are we going to pay for this, Rito? Oh, shoot. We don't have any cash. Huh, that's a bit of a pickle. Well, I'll think on it while we go to... Digging deep in Doggo Health. 
The Zeddy and Indy Show do not claim to be experts in pet health, and anything they say is meant for informational or educational purposes, and not intended as medical advice. Please consult your veterinarian when treating your dog or pet. Also, fuck kibble. Since we've got a conjured fleshy automaton running today's episode, we figured we'd touch on something that all fleshies and furries do. It? Poop. Oh, this is a poop episode, right? Just for this bit. Your doggo's poop can tell you a lot about him or her. Do you notice how mama and daddy are always asking or talking about our poop? Yeah, I normally goes something like this. After the walk, did they poop? Yep. How was it? Good. Just one or a couple of times? Andy once. Zeddy four. <laughs> I'm the best pooper. You haven't pooped that much out of walk in a while. Now, if one of us is under the weather, the convo goes a little bit deeper. Did they poop? Yep. How was it? Andy's was solid, but Zeddy had soft serve. <laughs> soft serve. Put it on a cone and lick that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Poopy ice cream. Anyway, we did some research and we found out these interesting facts. Healthy dog poop should be chocolate brown in color because the gold batter releases bile to break the food down. If your dog's poop is black, it could indicate that your dog is bleeding higher in his digestive tract. If it's red, it could mean that he's bleeding lower in his digestive tract. If it's yellow or gray, he could be having problems in his gallbladder or his liver. White spots in their poo could indicate that they might have worms. And green poop could mean that your dog is eating grass. Which could indicate that your dog has an upset stomach, but could also just mean that your dog likes to eat grass. And as far as consistency goes, your dog's poop should be a two on the poop scale, with one being a hard rock-like pellet, to seven being a puddle of diarrhea. Disgusting! Your dog's poop should be firm, segmented, and shaped like a caterpillar. It should also feel like Play-Doh when it's squeezed. If your dog's poop is hard, that could indicate dehydration. Liquid poop can mean your dog's intestines aren't absorbing water properly, or they may be sick or have an upset stomach. If your dog is acting normally and eating and drinking well, your dog's unnatural poop may be nothing to worry about. But if your dog's poop problem continues, definitely talk to your vet. Well, that was informative and gross. Back to business. How are we gonna pay for this catnip? We could start a bake sale. Right now? Yeah, makes a great lemon bar. Yeah, uh, we don't have time for that, guys. What about starting a GoFundMe page? For catnip? Come on. Don't you guys have some Patreon funds? That's for us and not witchy cats. Because we use those funds for my meds and, you know, to stay off kibble. Fuck kibble! Well then, do you have any other bright ideas? Uh, Frida, line us up by the front door. Hold on. Okay, yeah, hold on tight to that catnip. Yeah, what exactly are you doing? All right, Frito, punch it. Yeah. All right, sizzle and wiggle. Oh, I can't watch. Oh. Did we make it? Did we make it? We made it. That was ridiculous. We could have just transported George out if you were going to make him a criminal. Oh, well, then why the hell didn't you do that then? Yeah, because the whole point was to test George to see if he could pass as a fleshy, not to see if we could make him freak out the humans by disappearing into thin air. Oh, yeah. Plus, we've never teleported such a heavy object before. True, he could have split into a million pieces. Yeah, that would have been gross. <laughs> yeah. Well, then this seems like a good time to read a page from our book, 865 Reasons Why Having a Dog is so much better than having a kid. Reason number 377, allowances. As our field test just proved, fleshies need some walking around money. Flesh blobs absolutely need some walking around money. How are they gonna buy sodas? Or candy or cigarettes? 
Wow, being a kid is really like living in prison, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. Constantly peddling goods or flesh to stay in the good graces of the local muscle. And as a parent, you need to find different chores for your kids to do in order to give them an allowance. Otherwise, you're a sucker. You have to walk that fine line between giving your kids chores and exploiting child labor. That's a tightrope, really. But with a doggo, you don't have to worry about child labor laws or even worrying that little Timmy is going to get beat up because he didn't buy Bully Bobby a chocodile. Put us to work all you want. We love a good job. The only allowances your doggo wants is a bunch of snacks. And cuddles. No, mostly snacks. Did somebody say snacks? There you have it. Reason number 377. Allowances. Well, I'd say that field test went pretty, pretty well. Hey, stop that man. He just stole some catnip. Mm. Oops, spoke too soon. Hit it, Frito. Let's light this candle. And don't forget to check out all of our social media pages to see all of today's topics. And if you haven't already, please consider becoming a Patreon so we can continue our doggo show. Just go to patreon.com forward slash the Zeddy and Indy show to find out how you can support the show for as little as three bucks a month. And you'll get special perks like bonus episodes and early access to our show. We're also excited to announce our partnership with Doggoday.com and Fansided. Check out Doggoday.com to learn more. That's D-O-G-O-D-A-Y.com. So until next time, smell, smell you later. later. Smell you later. Yeah.